Welcome to the Emo Social Club broadcast, broadcasting to you, well, pre-recorded, because it just be that way sometimes. From EmoSocialClub.tv, I'm Lizzie, and Brian is out right now. We forgot to basically record, but it's been a weird week, but we have our interview edited down with our new friends, Plainview, talking about just a lot of really chaotic things at the end of the day, from how many seas are in thick... Um, which I think, you know, three is pretty good, but you know, what do you think? Let us know. Talking about their new music, playing incarceration and so much more is in this very loose, chaotic episode. Before we jump on into it, make sure you're going and bothering us over on all of our social medias at X Emo Social Club X for TikTok and Twitter and at Emo Social Club on Instagram too. And keep up with those reviews too, guys. There's been so many coming in. We really appreciate it. And maybe if you're silly enough, uh, we'll clip it and put it over on our socials too. And uh, maybe we'll just tag you if we know it's you. If not, well, you'll have to claim that on your own time. Besides that, we also have some upcoming dates where we are IRL. So one of those will be on 420, guys, for Avril Wednesday at Rebel Rye here in Chicago. So make sure you roll on up. We'll be playing everything Avril Lavigne plus your favorite female artists as well. For those who are going to be virtual, we I think we still have the Ask the DJ request line and you could definitely do that and we'll update and put that out on our socials once we get set up at that event. We also have another event coming up. We're going to announce it in a few days here. So hopefully by next episode, you've heard about it and hopefully we will see you there. We're super stoked about it and um, it's been a little difficult keeping it under wraps, but hopefully uh, you're ready for a late night out with us is the best thing I could tell you as a teaser. Also, we do still have merch. It's getting hot out there, and we still have our Suns Out Stay Inside tank tops and the new metal logo ones. So head on over to our merch store online and also consider the membership that we do have that you can also spend 15 bucks a month, get all of our DJ sets online, get the extended stream episodes, and so much more. And also let us know what you're looking for. We don't know what you're looking for. So let us know if you have anything like hyper specific that you would definitely, uh, you know, want to pay money for that no one else can get the exclusivity of it all. Besides that, we should be back with our regular um, DJ streams this upcoming weekend on Saturday. It's been kind of weird. Brian tried to rein in the chaos last week, but who knows who's this going to last long. So just make sure you keep it locked in our socials, though, for more updates. We've been getting a lot of really cool press invites, so some things may change. But just know we love you and we appreciate you. And with that, we're going to jump on into it with our interview with Plainview. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from emosocialclub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here this evening with our new friends from Michigan, Plainview. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this evening, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Uh, 
say who are you we just, i feel like i just said this but then it's like you now literally... this is where the recording is who who We're are you with drums yeah <laughs> starting with drums uh who are you what do you what do you do and and how do you feel <laughs> that's me i'm zach i play drums in plain view i'm aaron i play guitar in plain view and i feel sad which is why i'm in plain view it's like kind of requirement. <laughs> Um, I am Steven. I am the singer for Plainview, and I feel slightly hungry. Hmm. Okay, <laughs> fair. Just a little. Because like, like I ate a little bit ago, but I could eat some more. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, Jake. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say. I was talking about how thick things are. I really, I get it. I think mm-hmm. it probably induced something. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, oh yeah. But- <laughs> It's best to start the, the recording out without the context of what we were talking about before we started recording. Absolutely. It means exactly. they have to get to the stream early to know what right. the get is. Why are they talking about thick things? You had to be there. Yeah, you had to be there. That's the title of this episode now, Thick Things with Plain View. Thick Things. <laughs> How many C's do we end up putting in it? No one will know until it goes up. We're going to add a C to Plain View now because of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have to add silent C. The the yes. three C's are silent in plain view. <laughs> uh, well, we have you on because you 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 just released a new EP, Nightlife, on March 11th. Uh, why don't you? Uh, uh, fans of yours probably already know that you guys are are heavily emo revival. Uh, which I was listening to your music, watching your videos, and I'm like, this is very uh. Uh, I would describe it as like Seosin and Silverstein, like as as the the top two bands that I heard when listening to it. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that as far as like your new EP and the songs from it and uh, what people can can hear in it when they listen to it. Steve, well, you want to go? Yeah, I was I was just going to say like this, like from where we started as a band, this this was not supposed to be a band. It was supposed to be just us. Like me, me, Aaron, and our guitarist Chris, recording a few songs in the studio for fun, for no reason. And at the time, we were doing like counterpart style stuff. But as we slowly started to like realize that it wasn't where we were feeling ourselves as musicians, we were like, you know, so let's get back to our roots. Like, what did you guys grow up learning and listening to? What and come to find out, it's all the same shit: Seosin, Silverstein, My Chem, Taking Back Sunday, The Used, and it's just like. We, we had a, a literal brain blast, like Jimmy Neutron. We were like, why aren't we doing this? <laughs> so it literally just all came out so naturally to the point where we were like not even worried about completely changing our genre, completely changing our image. We were like, this just feels right. And this most recent EP is kind of just a culmination of us getting there. Yeah, really well said. I feel like it's funny because pop punk and emo and everything with like even all the way up to, to like, you know, very, very large artists has kind of come back. And we all remember that it definitely was not cool um, <laughs> when we were in high school. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm sure we all kind of graduated slightly different years, but it's like that, that whole era was like, it was definitely not like a mainstream thing. Um, and I think it's, it's really cool to see so many bands kind of doing the emo revival thing. We did it just because it was authentically like, the kind of music we just naturally made. Um, and then all of a sudden tickets to my downfall came out and wherever you stand on the whole MGK thing, doesn't matter. Like the, the fact is that made a big difference, I think for a lot of people. 
And then that changed kind of the landscape of music. And there's a ton of other bands that are kind of doing our sound. And some of them are like really, really badass and legit. And it's just oh, cool yeah. to see a lot of the sort of stuff we grew up listening to. There's new bands that are like adding to that conversation of like emo music that kind of felt like kind of derailed and it was just in another genre for a, a few years. So it's really cool to see that coming back. Now with this, uh, I, you know, so again, you bring up the MGK thing and I think everybody it's been hot gas on the, on the internet for the Ooh. entire week, uh, because of his, I believe it was a <clears throat> billboard cover yeah, saying that he sold yeah. out and he's bringing pop punk back. And there's a lot of people online saying, Hey, actually I want all of us to, uh, defend pop punk again, go back underground and forget this ever happened. Which I feel a lot of our discussions about that, even a month ago, was very much like, no, it is annoying, but it's cool that we're getting you know, all these bands that we really like and we want to see be successful will then get kind of like pipelined down through this overarching like Travis Barker, MGK thing. Sure. Um, and now we just kind of a lot of people are saying, no, I don't want it. Where do you kind of stand on that? Because I think it's such like an interesting issue. I haven't read the article yet. But I know, you know, everybody has their own thought process on what that means for like pop punk and emo. I mean, I personally think from, you know, a media perspective, uh, it should really just be Travis Barker and not <laughs> technically MGK. But I think he's like the figurehead is the biggest thing. <laughs> I Yeah, I completely agree there. And like the way I see it is like regardless of how you feel about MGK's music now, like. Don't get me wrong. There, there were a few songs off of Tickets to My Downfall that I absolutely love just because they were written really well, not because it's MGK. But ha like an artist as accessible as him putting out music like this, uh, people that would normally not be exposed to this kind of music are seeing it in mass. And they're like, oh, shit, like this is cool. I kind of like this. And they're discovering so many artists that we've been listening to. And they're like, holy shit bringing attention to all these other smaller bands and then it just trickles down from there you know like it doesn't it doesn't happen overnight obviously but it's it's i think it's a great thing because it's just a new sense of awareness yeah i think there's a, there's a lot of people that probably maybe missed out or were kind of uh just listening to other things in the kind of peak emo years the the kind of like my chem black parade years where like things were just like the mall seen emo years right um <laughs> and i think there's a lot of people now that are finding this stuff for the first time and you know people like mgk like featuring um bert from the used and stuff like it's no different than than post featuring post malone featuring ozzy and everyone's like people legitimately being like oh who's this ozzy osborne guy he's pretty cool that's real for some people like for for some 12 year old <laughs> kid who's never like how would they know you know what i mean they didn't have an older brother or sister they weren't there like how would they know about this music and i think for a lot of people like it or not it was a gateway um and i think also it probably reignited a lot of attention that some of the bands that were part of that first kind of wave of bands that maybe haven't had as much staying power they're getting a little bit of a resurgence and i think people are finding and digging into bands that maybe weren't as big like cauterize and and some of the other ones so i think it, it's kind of interesting i haven't thought of that name in a while i know <laughs> i love so, cauterize i, I found uh, them in the gamecube 
Yeah, I saw them open for Evanescence. Let's go. That's Let's incredible. How big was the venue? Uh, gigantic. I think that yeah, was Congress gigantic. Theater here in, in Chicago. It's like yeah. one of the biggest spaces, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. nobody really was there early. Everybody just came for Evanescence. Was that, this the, was like, was that when they played the With the Pretty Reckless, or was that another no. one? Because I was, was at the Pretty uh, Reckless Evanescence gig at this was. <laughs> This was first lineup Evanescence because they were on tour with the band Cold. I feel like you can't just say they're on tour with Cold. It's like they were. Winning. Yeah, you have, to, you have to get a little bit yeah. of the band context. They were on tour with the band Cold, uh, and that was before the guitarist left Cold to join Evanescence. So that's how okay. I keep that timeline straight in my head. That and my obsessive uh, encyclopedic knowledge of Evanescence as a career <laughs> uh, band. So there's that too. Look, you know, you, you, you said scene kid, you said mall goth. I was yeah. very much in line with that, too. And yeah, it was never cool. <laughs> and I'm glad it. I, I, I guess it's like, why would you be upset that people think the thing you were into at one time is cool now? Like, is it, it right. like, why would you want to take that away from somebody else's experience? I guess is how I kind of look at it. Is like exactly, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. I, I think that a lot of people are very. Um, the, I mean, gatekeeper is the word we usually use, where it's just like, no, that's for me. That's not for you. And it's like, it's right. not. It's not yours. A and B. Right, yeah. It's not the same. <laughs> like, right. Like, no one's flipping open their T-Mobile sidekick to message you on MySpace now. And yes, I'm still upset. I never had a T-Mobile sidekick and I will always be upset about that. And if the artist you like has like a bigger audience, then they have more resources to make more music and do cooler things and put on better stage productions. It's like basement shows are cool. Yeah. But or large arena shows with like full production sets. And that only happens when more people are listening to fans you like and that means that they could probably get paid a little bit better right so there's also that too right making a bigger pie it's uh, i think it really comes down to like i know brian isn't on tiktok but like there's been like that whole like gatekeeping emo trend going around and it's a lot of people being like i'm upset that people it's popular now because i got like bullied for it when i was younger i'm like i can understand that but this maybe helps a kid not get bullied (laughs) now um, so I think we need to think in the long term, everyone, that now yep. they're not going to get bullied. Um, <laughs> right, sorry that well. happened to you. Happened to all of us. Maybe a Bill character. I hope it did. Um, but you know <laughs> what? Now that they don't got to worry about it because it's normalized. True. And, and that's the way it should be, you know? Like, regardless of what you're into, what kind of culture you're a part of, the way you dress, like, if it's deemed, like, not cool and you start to get made fun of, but then in the future, like we're talking about now, it's coming back. It's all cool. Like, why wouldn't you want that for people? And not to why, drop like dashboard lyric, but like, you should feel kind of vindicated. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> like, yeah. people, like I am selfish. But the uh, right, and, and I, I mean, I, I, I'm wrong, but no, I'm wrong. But you know, I think it it goes to show that maybe the people who might have actually liked the music which for us i think is is kind of what i mean sure like the look and and just like the kind of lifestyle and everything that that came with it i think it was music first always like music was the thing that brought people into the that kind of like subculture so i think 
maybe there were people who might not have fit into that, like click or kind of like stereotype social group, whatever, back in the day. But now that they're kind of out of that environment of like high school or early college or kind of whatever, um, they have let their guard down and allowed themselves to like try and hear the music. And they're like, dang, I missed out on a lot of good stuff for a lot of years because I was so worried about what other people would think. And I Mm -hmm. think we have to give those people a chance to just acknowledge that, you know what, I like this and I didn't give it a shot and we have to allow them in. I think, I think it's just the, the right thing to do. You can't be like, I'm an outsider and then be like, no, none of you can join me. It's like, yeah. <laughs> what? Like, it's like this is such this is supposed to be such an acceptive community. And when you preach, like, yes, everyone is accepted except for you. Except for yeah. you. Right. Then that's right. where it's like, hey guys, I know it's not like, you know, you're reinventing wheel here, but if, if that's what you want to preach, if you then you have to include like, you know, the popular kid who, you know, wore Abercrombie and Fitch and then said, like, <laughs> hey, you guys will see an MCR. You guys are weird. Now okay. they're gonna be like, oh shit. But what you're describing is the kids in my high school who listened to Fall Out Boy and Yellow Card and then <laughs> saw me wearing a My Chem t-shirt and they Uh-oh. were like, hey, you like Fall Out Boy? And I was like, no. Because I was, <laughs> no. I was right. mad about it. We are different right. kinds of right. people. All right. I do, oh my God. I do like Fall Out Boy now. I, I, at the time, I was just very like, I was sour on them because I had some friends in my high school who were getting signed to feel by ramen and they were friends with Pat and Pete. And I was like, nah, fuck that shit. That's stupid. I don't <laughs> like them. And now I'm just like, yeah, that's good. I like it. No, it's, it's good. good. Your boot cut <laughs> light wash Hollister jeans. Yeah. And I, cause like my thought was, okay, all the cool kids are shopping at Hollister and Abercrombie and Aeropostale. Is that a store anymore? I don't it know. It still I is. They, I think they're like Ray Brand. I worked at Arrow. <laughs> Did you have to say it that way? Yeah. Yeah, If you're like, hi, welcome to Arrow. We have jeans 50% off today. Buy them, but don't. (laughs) Only the cool kids call it Arrow. Oh. Oh, I'm going over to the Arrow. Yeah, I worked (laughs) at Arrow. Uh, But like, how are you going to work at Hollister and smell that way and then come (laughs) to me and talk to me about the used <laughs> and such a specific smell that i haven't thought of in so yeah long. no it and is it is like, all you had to do is walk and be like hold on i don't smell great i gotta run into house yeah yeah yes, yes. Hold on, no, i'm just gonna walk through and it'll stay with me all day yo are you gonna <laughs> did you shower oh no i'm just gonna go into hollis <laughs> it's cool no, I'm gonna hit Amber <laughs> yeah <laughs> some somebody's gonna smell real strong in there and it look i get it from a marketing standpoint but it, it is haunting it is it is yeah. it is stuck in there and it's like reminding me of all the people that I didn't want in my community in high school and now in I'm my like, community. Just <laughs> smell however you want to smell, man. I'm too old. Exactly the same. Yeah. Like the branding was exactly the oh, same yeah. for all of them. It was like different colors, but they all smelled like exactly the same. So oh, yeah. funny. So the consistency, there's still one open in one of the malls near me, and sometimes you I still have to walk on the other side of the mall that it's on like on the opposite like area that it's separated by right. and i can still smell it and i'm like still going strong in 2022 huh oh my like, god how do you think they're doing that do you think they're just like pumping diffusers out like they've just it's got gotta be it's, <laughs> it's, it's gotta be it's like so at our at our hollister at our mall we had like two like chairs out in the front 
And so I, I remember when we were in middle school, we would all go into Hot Topic and like get the zombie blood in the bag, energy drink and whatever. Mm-hmm. And we'd go sit outside of Hollister in the chairs and try and scare everybody that went inside. God, that's such me and my friends energy. Yeah, I did that shit too. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at Hot Topic though. So I was like, people just walking by the front of the store like, oh, it's scary in there. And it's like, yeah, don't come in. We got happy bunny t-shirts for like 50 cents. <laughs> Whatever. I don't think it's that. We They're people. bringing back happy bunny shirts don't, at Hot Topic. Leave it. <laughs> yeah. I like how I'm like, everybody should like music. This music should come back. Everybody should enjoy it. And then I'm like, no, kill it with fire. Well, happy bunny it. isn't music. It's just like cute but psycho. And like, that's, that's... it. Okay. That's, that's a different thing entirely. All right. It's the same concept. It's just nostalgia hot topic nostalgia anyway yeah, our our mall's dead though so we don't we don't even it's it's really sad it's really sad <laughs> yeah, it was fair. like the place to be in like i mean there's other malls that are doing well but that mall specifically like was the mall and that was the mall with like the oh, everyone wanted to come to and there would be in stores and like all that stuff and that hot topic's still there but uh yeah it's like the only store in the mall it's really mm-hmm. weird Looking for some new music? The club has your back with our bangers only picks of the week. Friends of the Pod rivals drop their bad bitch anthem, Dark Matter. The UK duo that is Nova Twins drop their new track, Cleopatra. Chicago band Glory Days are back with their new single, Well Enough. If you like what you hear, make sure to check out our Spotify playlist, Bangers Only, to keep up to date with the hottest tunes. A second cat just entered the stream. Oh my god, there's so (laughs) many cats. Another cat just entered. Uh, Steven's got a whole zoo. Steven, list your crazy amount of animals. Oh man. Uh, Two cats, one dog, four lizards, two turtles, three frogs, and seven fish tanks. Hell yeah. How do you you fit that? Oh, I have the fish like tanks are pretty big. Shelving. I know that. He's got like a setup. Yeah. Okay. Everything's on timers and things. It's like you walk through Hell the whole yeah. wall, and it's like instead of having like a wall of books, it's just like here are my geckos, and there's like <laughs> on different like timers and things. It's pretty badass. Now, would you ever consider it hundred gecks? Like one hundred of the geckos. <laughs> <laughs> just just for the meme of it, one hundred percent. Okay, let's do it. Nothing makes uh, nothing makes a band in 2022 like a meme. That's true. Um, we should talk more about your music and not just the mall and pets. But (laughs) (laughs) um, you guys are playing. Okay, now I'm gonna get into a whole conversation about these festivals and their names and. The oh, energy no. behind it because Isn't there's a lot of like. I think this one is sponsored by Rockstar Energy. 
Okay, good. <laughs> uh, I just want to tie the energies together. Incarceration mm-hmm. yeah. in Mansfield, Ohio. This will be your first uh, uh, festival appearance. And uh, why do you think they called it that? And <laughs> what do you, would you have to have a prison tattoo to go? No, oh, so no. here's the reason it's actually really sick. So one, they do like tattooing while you're, you're at the festival. You can, you know, sign up to do that. But it's at an abandoned prison. Oh, uh, so what? Yeah. Excuse so it's, me? It's in like the prison yard, basically. Gotcha. It's actually, the old Ohio State Reformatory. Where they film Shawshank Redemption. Hmm. Yep. What? And they, so like you can be like, oh, I'm going to go see corn. And then I'm going to go on a tour of the prison where they film Shawshank. And then I'm going to go like throw tomatoes at Plainview. And then I'm going to go to the haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> When I say they know their market, they know their market. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah. very yeah. niche marketing. That's on brand then. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I mean, how did you? I, I, I'm I'm sure it's like, yes, we want to play it, of course. Like, there's there's a lot of good bands on it, but oh. also, are you like, this is some octane radio nonsense? <laughs> hell yeah, brother! Hell yeah, yeah bro. hell yeah, blood rock some bands where i'm like that's when i'm gonna probably go get a tattoo or go on the tour of the prison <laughs> right mm-hmm. but um evanescence i'm definitely gonna be watching them <laughs> there you go yes. is it theory of a dead man on that oh settle yeah. down lizzie are they <laughs> proper roach yeah, they playing. yeah um, i think the you... concert i ever went to was seether breaking benjamin and three days grace and they're Bruh. you described lizzie's like, personality no, there's more to me. I, mean, I really like Caesar. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, we were, I mean, yeah, we're talking about gateways. I think that was a big one for a lot of people, right? I mean, like. I mean, era. I feel like the the breakdown video from Caesar really just hit me at the prime age of 14 in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, no, and it's, it's crazy. Like, like I remember watching those videos on YouTube, and now my name is on. Not my name, but the band's name is on the same fucking flyer. It's like, definitely what the weird. Shit? And I mean, of course, we like, <laughs> we know that we are a little bit uh, of a different audience and come from like maybe like a different sub scene or like whatever you want to call it. But I think ultimately we were stoked because we liked a lot of those bands growing up. We love, still do like Three Days Grace and Breaking Benjamin and, you know, um, just bands like that. So I, I think it's just like, it's kind of like a cool moment for us to be like, it's come full circle like the bands we that got us into all this we're like now playing with yeah sick and it's out of prison yeah. so like there's like some sort of lesson in there or something <laughs> <laughs> and you you guys actually get one of the dates that sphere boxes on yeah yeah we're really excited i cannot wait i was supposed to see them when they came uh to detroit uh on the oh you were too with under yeah. we couldn't either they got well then they got covid and every time I die, I broke up, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like I'm tired. I just got home from work. I don't think I'm gonna go. Oof. <laughs> you go at all? No. I didn't, but Aaron did. <laughs> I went with our bassist Andrew, and we got upgraded to VIP for nice. free. And we were just like, "Okay." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yo, dude, you fucked up." <laughs> yep. We're sitting there in VIP watching Under Oath, and I'm just like in peak like reliving my like youthful emo days catharsis and then our manager texts us and's like hey your single's up to like number 20 on billboard and we're like i could die like right at this moment <laughs> yeah. 
I'm having a good wow. night. Yeah. That was, I will have another. I will have two. I will have two, actually, <laughs> sir, right, right. now. I will, I will have two <laughs> milkshakes. Uh, <laughs> dude, thicken me up. I'm having oh, yeah, a good that was, oh my God. that was a good day, no doubt. So how so how does it feel to really be charting on the Billboard charts? Because I feel for a lot of you like newer bands, it's such a rarity that that occurs. It, I, I want to initially say like it doesn't feel real, because like when you get you get told that and then you see the chart and it's like oh holy, holy shit okay and then it just started getting higher and higher and higher and we're like how is this happening <laughs> like. How do yeah. we react to this? Obviously, say thank you to everybody requesting our song on the radio, but also like, how, how does this happen? Is that Octane it's just, Radio? It's just like a snowball Octane effect, radio. man. <laughs> yeah, it, it's serious XM. Really weird feelings where you're just like Octane sponsor. I think something's broken somewhere and no one's found out. And I'm like, and then people are like messaging us on Instagram and they're like yo, I found you through, you know, whatever local radio station that's playing us. And we're like, oh, this is like, this is like really happening. This okay. is real life. Yeah. This is real life. It's really cool. So it's, it's definitely like a surreal feeling. And we recognize like how absolutely rare that is for just any kind of like young band, let alone a band that kind of has a sound that hasn't been done for a long time. It's just yeah. weird, but it's, it's pretty sick. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. There are no charts for podcasts. So you know. No, there are, Brian. We're just not on them. What? We are not a celebrity, <laughs> we or we don't no. have a lot of money. That's why we we're gotta not on got to yeah. write a letter to somebody. Uh, I, wrote a letter, I, I wrote a letter to my to my radio company, and they put us on these streaming apps, so we got that, please. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I want to speak to Billboard's manager. Yeah, hey, we're actually doing a quick out. set at uh, Incarceration. Yeah, uh, we're, we're there. It's like when Riot Fest had Henry Rollins talking yeah. on a podcast for no reason. We'll just be there doing the same thing. Yeah. Hey, Perfect. It works. Come catch this exact conversation on stage at Incarceration. How many Riot Fest do you want to see an Incarceration next year? Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's having a hard time saying conversation. it. You're literally just going to play this exact live stream up on like a yeah. big projector. In front of like 20,000 people. And then yeah. we're going to yeah, uh, have it. Theory of the Dead Man on and ask him about their catatonic use. <laughs> uh, I just, I just don't want to Everyone's got comments about that because I think it's great. Uh, do you guys, have, do you follow catatonic youths, the greatest Instagram profile of all time? No, I will right now. No. Is it rude to no. get out my phone and do it right this very I'm going to no, let you do you it. Need to. You okay. While I explain right it to our audience and to, to y'all. Uh, oh, it coward. is the tagline is musicians are cowards, I see it. Uh, are cowards. and they literally just find like some of the worst music Cringiest. performances. Like it could be like oh. a YouTube video. It could be a live performance. It could be all kinds of stuff. And they like kind of just cut wow. out like certain parts without context. And then they just show it. And there's one <laughs> of a theory of a dead man song. And it's like, Yo, why did you say this? It's like, uh, uh, I hate all of the hobos who just sit around and get paid and I have to go to work. And it's like, yeah, that's not what that is. What? Uh, oh. That's from that, that song, song, I Hate My Life. That's uh, single that they did. Life. It's like, what are you 
I'm like, first of all, it, you it have was literally, a soul patch. It has nothing yeah. to do with other I people. I mean, in that song, they literally say, I hate that I never get, like, nice... I never get the girls because they hate nice guys like me. So, like, we already know okay, the But energy. there's another one where he says... I hate that I can't tell when a girl is underage because I say she's a nice piece of ass and her dad punches me in the face. An actual line in an actual song by an actual person. Everyone's laughing. Everyone's yeah. Yikes. It's mind-blowing. It That's is mind-blowing that that awful. went out. First of all, like, you say that to anybody is wrong. That Second song all, was right. on the radio. Right. That song was on the radio. Stop. That's like Ted Nugent Kid Rock level of <laughs> Yeah. Think of yeah. how many people like, touched that before it was released to the public. Though. There were like, so many people said, who felt fine. Yeah. Oh, I do that, that was like, this is okay. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's put this and out. Potentially another songwriter that helped. There mm-hmm. was the people tracking it, there was the producer, there was management, the label. there was distribution, there was the label, and all of them went, this is terrible. Their PR must have had like a out. nightmare behind the scene like <laughs> Push that. Push it I out. Only oh God, I can't. Now, I when they play Incarceration, you have to go and watch that live and report <laughs> do, a, a, do a live they tweet cannot. about it. So they actually took it down from Catatonic Youth's page, but then like they like said like you got to take this down because so many people were like, what the fuck actually is this? Yeah, and then they were like, nah, fuck that, and they like kept reposting it, and finally they just like left it up on their page. But oh my god, yeah, it's like no, you know, like this is fucked up. You know that you fucked up. (laughs) And now it's out there. It's out there forever, (laughs) forever. It's that's crazy. Uh, why? Uh, you, you know that like it's you. You have surrounded yourself with yes men. If they hear, you know what? I do hate that, it when I hit on fine. an underage girl at yeah. a show. I do hate that. that. No, it's either yes men or it's men who do the same thing, and they're like, yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. And it's like, no, <laughs> no. Been there, I'm fine. in the pop punk scene. That's a joke. <laughs> that is a joke. That is a joke. <laughs> Right. That, that's a, a TikTok meme. trend going on right now. That's a it's TikTok a trend going on right joke, now. And it is inappropriate. And, uh, you know, just 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 treat uh, women better than you yeah. would treat yourself. The, the yes. TikTok trend going on for it right now. And it's just like, oh, my God, they're unconscious. Like, ask them a question to, like, keep them awake. Um, and they either, and then one of them was like, oh, what's the age of consent to a pop punk? man and they said questions oh he knows and i'm like oh my god oh god oh that's there's, terrible there's no mercy oh, there's no mercy no absolutely mercy. none Zero. you want me to go on tiktok <laughs> yeah i need you to be up to date on these relevant memes no thank you the people that like can count above 18 to like get on tiktok and like participate you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> You need to start outweighing the number of people that are just like being inappropriate and terrible people. Like, so sad. I've had my girlfriend explain to me so many bits from TikTok, and I'm like, and why is this funny? Like, what is the joke? What's the meme? Like, it's just. Where is the punchline? Yeah, like, it's just (laughs) things are happening. And I'm like, you would absolutely hate the calico critters uh stories that are on there too i think they're chaotic they're they're hilarious it's literally these little like creatures and they do these like insane head-ass energy like stories it's like oh my god my husband cheated on me it's like 
then a, like, the husband goes to the doctor's like, you have terminal cancer, dies. But it's like these little critter Jesus. characters. <laughs> Sounds super dark. But they play like Katy Perry's Teenage Dream in the background to like help the story along. Oh, yeah. Before you page sounds every director's plot device. <laughs> that's our, that's technically the emo social club TikToks page, so it's both Brian and I TikTok page. Let's go. <laughs> yes. You are on TikTok. <laughs> You're not even being on that's TikTok. That's true. Who's, who, who's the woman, the, the, the angry woman we love so much? Drew? Oh, Lily Hayes. Lily Hayes. Love what? her. I want her on a feature. She would open up a fucking pit with the rest of them. Oh my god, she's <laughs> hilarious. The one where she's naming Star Wars characters. And oh my gosh, and she's just hysterical. She just, I think it's her son, documents her just being angry, and her English isn't perfect. And like everything about like her interactions with her son is like Steven's interaction with his grandma. Exactly. <laughs> this like wonderful, delightful French woman. And he just does things to make her mad in these videos. Oh my and then it's like getting angry. and just like the way she does it is so funny and we love her. <laughs> so check out one of my favorite, of my favorite one of her quotes is you don't have brains in your brains. Okay. That sounds good. That's like funny. that sounds like yeah, a oh, good yeah, TikTok content. Yeah. Oh, it's great. We'll see Brian get on there and then put your content on there so it mixes with everything. No. TikTok no. is what you want it to be. You know what I mean? Like the things that you want to see, they're there. Weird. It is a for you page, not a It is. By <laughs> yeah. Uh, every yeah. time like all these Look, I'm going to I'm going to sound real old for a minute. All you young kids <laughs> and your tick oh and your ticks and your talks <laughs> And you're out here, yeah, and I'm like, ah, I gotta get on it. And then I leave these calls, I leave these interviews, and I go, I'm not doing that. I, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm you, 100. You may tonight. You might. Do, do Lily Hayes, at least, and then you'll find some joy. All right. yeah. Even if it's just one video, you'll say, you know what? I'll follow it for you, Brian, and say, this is it. Go to for it. For us. This for is us. our TikTok. <laughs> Wow, I love the, the I love the we us language. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to turn TikTok into a we sentence, and it's like that doesn't work. <laughs> How many C's in we? Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Seven that's C's. Just... They're all silent. Seven. You're gonna open up a box. C's. That's gonna be dangerous. <laughs> So this how many C's do you guys have in Emotastic, which I think is really, really, um, really stood out to me in your presser. Adding some C's. It's only going up from here, brother. Oh, this is not fun as it goes down. Pulling out the water. Oh, no. We're back with another Spicy Takes. This time, it's a battle to the death with our friends OK Cool, a local indie emo Chicago band that we've had on the pod before, so we're stoked to have them back here doing some hot sauce challenges with us. As always, we're sponsored by our friend Soothsayer Hot Sauce, and you can get some of their hot sauces like the ones we featured here, like Decay, over on their site at SoothsayerHotSauce.com. To watch the full video, head on over to our YouTube, and while you're there, make sure to leave a comment, let us know whose spicy takes you want to hear next. Rate us and subscribe. How many C's? How many do you think? Aaron, you choose the amount of C's for this one. Was it Aaron's oh, idea? 
It's got to be 11D. 11D? Okay. 11D. Yeah. Fair. Real number. Real number. I accept it. Not made up right this moment. <laughs> <laughs> where, uh, sorry, I almost made a joke about that, and I said, where where do you get off calling yourself Where are you? <laughs> where are you? And are you sorry? Uh, where? Because it's like, yeah, I want somebody to be called Emotastic now in, in 2022 year of our Lord. Because uh, I think it's just appropriate <laughs> and correct. But I'm also like, how do you come up with that as like a thing that you're like, I'm going to I'm going to say it. I'm going to do it. It's going to it's going to be us. <laughs> it's going to catch on. It's like fetch. It's going to catch on. <laughs> Dude. Ir- irony of that movie. Uh, it did. It did it's catch totally on. Yeah. So. Just saying. And did Gretchen Wieners ever really get any? I don't. We don't know. We don't she know. never we got any. Gretchen Wieners. We don't know. Never Gretchen Wieners. Goodbye. Or we'll never know. You go, Glen Coca. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I I fucking love that movie. <laughs> What's a, I like your. I, I don't it's trust people who don't love there. that movie. Yeah. So good. <sighs> so. When you're at incarceration, are you going to say that you are emotastic from the stage? Absolutely. No. Not. I think we have to. <laughs> no, There's mixed no, responses no, no, no. happening. All Uh-oh. the flashbacks of like being shoved in lockers is like immediately Uh-oh. flashing back. I'm like, we can't. We They're going to shove you into the jail cells and lock you in there. Yeah. I'm yelling at so the mic. They're so much bigger than us and like have muscles and things I can't do it. yeah no i i really don't want a bunch of corn fans <laughs> listening to me <laughs> i i say that we're emo testing but just be like beat up after our set did you get into corn when they put out a dubstep record and then they'll be like ah hey brother don't you dare i'm a freak on a leash you know me oh no <laughs> You're saying something that you a hundo p is gonna be there, and I don't know what context, but a freak on a leash will manifest, whether any of us like it or not. Nine season (laughs) freak. (laughs) It's like points for vocab words. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I mean, here's here's I'm gonna go back to MGK, and I sorry. Uh, Nice Caesar and MGK. should be more <laughs> he's <laughs> on thick he's very on thick. thick uh yeah. tickets to my downfall one c so you know thicker than thicker than MGK. thickets to my downfall thickets, thickets. <laughs> <laughs> fuck oh my god that's it that's the episode that's it listen we got the clickbait we got the hate of mgk we got thick <laughs> Oh my god! Fuck! I almost forgot my question. Transcending <laughs> time and space. Thank there's this. <laughs> there's this thought process that Lizzie and I have talked about about like all this hate to MGK, and it's like, uh, it's because you keep hating that he's still here, man. Like, it's totally it's true. because he's undeniably like unavoidable that you are hating yeah. on him, and it's its own uh, cycle of bullshit. Also, I do like a lot of the music, so I'm not complaining. I'm just like, yeah. Only, just, only tickets to my downfall. I we really like tickets like to my MG. downfall, we, and so nothing far, else exists prior. Uh, uh, look, look, look. We always forget Daywalker and Corpse, because you know, shout out to Corpse for 
Corpse being Boy. invisible and not having to deal with MGK <laughs> individually. <laughs> uh, and, you know, his new record sounds like it's going to be just fine. I'm digging the songs that have been released so far. So I'm interested. I'm curious. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say, oh, I would go see that album played in full. Probably will. But, you know, it is a thing. Uh, you mean so, we're going to go to Lala, bestie? <laughs> I'm going to Lala. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, can there be... I think the, the like the thing in my head is that no bands like the used or my chem or, or any of these big bands from that scene were like, I'm going to be hated to be popular. Like there was a broken side. There was like bands like that, but there was never a band that's like, yeah, I'm hated and I do what I do. And like, whatever, I'm just making music and people are really identifying and enjoying it. So who gives a shit? Uh, they were hated before. Like it's they were hated like when they were, starting you know what i mean like they were hated it was like just things like to us now that we wouldn't even think of because like young blood exists and like he wears eyeliner and you know crazy like you know exciting outfits and things it's just like back in the day like people were like oh skinny jeans is that your are those your girlfriend's jeans really (laughs) well i mean now you get ripped on for wearing skinny jeans and then you're like yeah because i have a girlfriend dude and then they're like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you got me, brother. It's just like, you know, how many times did like my chem in the early touring days probably get shit for like wearing eyeliner, like something so stupid, mm. but you know, they did. It's like now I feel like there is room for everything. And the only people who are still hating are the people who aren't coming up in this music scene now. But I also feel like it's the it's probably a good time for a lot of bands who would normally be hated to just like search for that and just like target it and go hate on me because it kind of works. I hate to say Ronnie Radke, it's working for him, but uh, it is. I mean, all, I fucking hate him, and I'm like, it works. Press. All <laughs> press is good press at the end of the day. Yeah. Because it gets you in everybody's yeah. ears. Believe yeah, it or not, it's about there are scene. people that... With a C? <laughs> How many C's in the word scene? Christ. <laughs> Believe it or not, there are still people who unironically listen to Trapped. It could always get worse. Uh-oh, uh-oh. You have a very good point there. That's, a, that, that's one of those uh, red flag TikToks. Like, what's your main red flag? Red flag? Someone who listens to trap. <laughs> exactly. Get away Big from time. Me. I'm headstrong, brother. <laughs> I watched uh, Never Been Down seven times before I came to this party. Oh, you want to go? You want to go? Dude, I promise I'm getting in a fight tonight. You can't even kick me out this party. Trapped X stained because stained is the most recent but rock band these... to be terrible. When you say the yeah. words out loud, you're like, what the fuck is happening? Like, trapped and stained? Uh, we need a good like detergent. Like cleaning product. Yeah. <laughs> On tour with Brillo. Oh god! Don't even. You know, there's a band out there that's got something like that. Yeah. Up their oh, Brillo's opening for Trapped and Stained on there. Brillo right now. That's like, hey, hey, how dare you use our name? I'll clean up Stain. Don't even worry about it. Uh, <laughs> no, like we we give them like shit, but like there's there's a lot of the bands on Incarceration Fest. That, like we are super super excited to to see, and we're super excited to be a part of it. And I mean, obviously, like for a band that is younger like us to to be invited to a festival like that, like. All jokes aside, it is 
really, really sick and really humbling to just like be extended an invite to, regardless of whether you're like into those bands or that scene or not, to be playing with bands that size is nuts. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Look, I I would absolutely go. I can make fun of it because oh, I know God. I'm like, this is this is the <laughs> shit that I'm super into and I'd be there like I've seen all the festivals oh, yeah. like Rob Zombie <laughs> headlining and I'm like, dude, fuck. Oh, I, I want to be at that Rob that. Zombie show. <laughs> if there's like one person I could have dinner with just to be like, I just want to live inside your head for like an hour, it would be Rob Zombie. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. It it is a horror show, but it would be oh, interesting. It would be, it would be terrifying yeah. if it would come out with like gray hair, but I would love every <laughs> You just <laughs> lived a hundred lives by talking yeah. to him for 30 minutes. And also to watch the hundred lives get extinguished. <laughs> right. Or a thousand. He did a house for a thousand. A thousand, I'm a thousand sorry. Yeah. sorry, my my numbers were off. Math was never my strong murder point. What? <laughs> we have other questions. <laughs> Sorry, wow. guys. We are loose on this Thursday, and I am having a good time. <laughs> on this That's young up. Thursday. That thick milkshake skin to your head. Yeah, dude. Right. <laughs> There's nothing so, in it except for strawberries, so I don't know what I'm <laughs> having spinach. a problem with. Is the Popeye effect just going to your head instead of your muscles? I'm not going to do my Popeye impression. Just ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not answering a question until you do your Popeye impression. <laughs> okay, keep going. Let's roll. Let's roll through. Oh lord. Oh my god. So you guys, um, your your EP was produced by Micah Boys of Fall, somewhat friend of the podcast. We almost got them on. We have to get them on again. But um, how did how did you guys go about choosing to work with him, uh, to produce this EP? Well, um, so our bassist, Andrew, and I, uh, we've been friends since we were 16. We both met by working at McDonald's. We have been in and out of bands since then. And obviously, being from this area, we've known about Boys of Fall. We've gotten to know Mike over the years. And want to say I've been recording with Mike uh, with Andrew and different projects for like seven years now. Uh, some stuff that's never seen the light of day, some stuff that we've just done in our past bands. And working with him just feels so like natural and right that it, it kind of would feel weird to work with anybody else right now, especially since we were still like trying to find where we wanted to head. But I don't think, yeah, Aaron, you hadn't worked with Mike before, no. right? No, no, I hadn't. And I think that's one of the things that like really made me feel comfortable working with Mike was knowing that he's got you know, the ear of a producer, but because he understands like the artistic process and being, you know, on, on like the artist side of things, like he knows what it's like to try and kind of like maintain a song's integrity because sometimes the thing that might be like catchier or might be like a little bit more commercial might not always be the best thing for the band because it doesn't fit with like the image or, you know, just like your, your, your brand or your sound or whatever. So he's really like respectful of that, which I think is cool. Um, cause he knows what we're going for. And, um, yeah, I've really enjoyed working with Mike hundred percent. And he's a homie and we saw Spider-Man together and we saw that <laughs> yeah. and bonds were formed when you see, you know, Battinson out there fucking shit up. <laughs> it was so good. I, it was so good. Batman was yeah, so good. 
I have very to find happy time with to go it. see it. Yeah, Lizzie as a you as do. a as a Robbie Pat's stan is yeah. missed out. Hundred percent. You you've seen the lighthouse? No, but I've seen all the Twilight. <laughs> okay, so I've seen all the Twilight movies as well. You've got to watch the lighthouse. Okay, the lighhouse <laughs> is incredible. It's Brian. I'm, I'm coming over. Like we're watching the lighthouse. The only time I watch the. It was like True. unsettling. Okay, <laughs> that's what I've heard. Because I mean, one is in black and white. It has lighthouses, and I, I heard it has like sirens and shit. So like, I'm in. I'm into like yeah. you know that type of stuff. It's really so sweet. like let's go. Black and white lighthouse sirens sign Lizzie up. She's Listen, in. film noir, <laughs> love it. Yeah, yeah. With a little sprinkling, not even a sprinkling. It's like a dollop of Willem Dafoe. Uh, a dollop. <laughs> dollop me on. Let's give me that. <laughs> He's more like Willem to friend, you know what I'm saying? Not okay. Willem to foe. Oh, no. That's not my meme. It's somebody else's oh, meme. No. I'm just making the joke. You, you here. said it. You said it with your with your whole chest, though. So I'm confidently stealing a meme. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy to do it. People do it every day. Yeah. You know what? It's the internet. They all are stealing, and you just gotta pretend that it. It's uh, fair use. It's fair it's use, you, yes. You've got to prepackage it, like for for your audience. Just repackage yeah. it and mm -hmm. listen. It's, it's if, like there are, if there are jobs that yep. are entirely to be meme makers for certain companies, it's for it's fair game. It's fair game. Yeah, good point. It's disgusting. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Lizzie of the Emo Social Club and it's a brand new year, so maybe you wanna update your drip and be the hottest and coolest looking kid all around the virtual web. You can do this by picking up some Emo Social Club merch and you can find it over on emosocialclub.com store and with just an easy click, it can be in your cart and shipped right out to you so you can stunt on all of your friends this upcoming spring. Again, you can go and snag these items over at emosocialclub.com slash store. I just wanted to make sure we, we gave you a chance to toss out some plugs uh, where everybody can find everything on the internet, where people can listen to the EP. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, how many streams would you like them to have uh, our audience listen to it by, let's say, a week from the time they're hearing this? Ooh, okay. Well, on our music's available on all streaming platforms: Apple Music, uh, Spotify, Title. What was that other one? Deezer. 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 Um, um, Instagrams are made to like hang out and talk with us and stuff. That's like if you want to like yeah. communicate with the band. Um, we all kind of co-run the Instagram together, so there's not like a, a marketing person or someone from like the management team running it. It's actually us. So if you're like seeing someone comment or like message it's like one of us um and that's plain view at plain view official um we are on the ticky talky um and i think that's plain view official as well um, stream wise what do you think guys well tell us this how many how many people in stream like what's like an average stream number for you guys we just say a million every time yeah yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. and, and and I don't check, so I'm assuming we make it every single time. Well, fair assumption. Well, yeah. can, do you think we can do a thousand a week? Yeah, totally. From 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 this this. Listen, squad. you're you're on the Billboard chart. I think you can hit it. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I, I was. Do we want 
a zero to that. Listen, we can specifically one thousand. No, we can guarantee a million if we make this a TikTok trending sound. Now I don't know how we're gonna do it. We're, we have to maybe make a dance or something. I don't know. I Post your trauma, <laughs> and then you're fine. And kids will like it. about trauma. What the fuck is going on on TikTok? <laughs> I fucking hate it. Exactly. Oh, my God. We're yeah. going to have a whole YouTube episode of just Brian figuring out TikTok and his viscerally angry reactions to it. It literally is going to be just just abject fury. Just just complete fury. By the way, you are you are vertical now. Yeah. <laughs> you have landscape portrait. He said, "I am making a TikTok right now." Giving me a Jimmy Timmy Power Hour crossover. Oh my god! <laughs> Jimmy Power yes. Hour. I don't know how you accomplished oh that, but I'm mad impressed. <laughs> I, now here's the thing with that: are, think... are, were you more of a of a fairly odd parents or Jimmy Neutron person? I watched both, definitely. I think if I really like dig deep, I think I was probably more of a Jimmy Neutron person. And I heard recently, I didn't know any of this, but apparently there was either like some sort of like YouTube video or documentary, or there's something documenting the fact that like ma the making of Jimmy Neutron was like an absolute dumpster fire every week. And I'd never heard anything about this, mm -hmm. but I saw that the other day too, and I'm like, I would watch this. <laughs> I would watch. I would I watch a documentary. About, I just heard that. I don't even remember where I heard it from, but it was on the internet, so it's got to be real. It's one of those like mm -hmm. dark behind the scenes details about like, yeah. Nickelodeon shows that are like going around now on the internet. VH1 like <laughs> reviewing the band, and it's like, and then the drugs came in. <laughs> Jimmy Neutron <laughs> unplugged, and then they're yeah. like. God. How are we gonna draw Goddard in like two hours? It's on brand. Shut up. Let's draw. We have to drive in it. We have to draw an entire brain blast. Fucking silly. Silly. His hair doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, I was definitely more of a Jimmy Neutron. What about you? Me? I was more Jimmy Neutron. My dad also really loved Jimmy Neutron too, so we watched it a lot. I saw the Jimmy Neutron movie in theaters multiple times because my dad also really just liked it. Oh my it, so. gosh, I forgot there was even a movie. The movie smacks hard. <laughs> yeah, the Jonas Brothers had the kids of like, the oh alien <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, and it's like, oh my god, there's no parents. We just party, and then they're like, I have a tummy ache. I had too much candy. I need an adult. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're eight. <laughs> And they put out all the amusement park rides to just like they're like oh this Ferris wheel I'm eight I'm gonna make this go to space. <laughs> the fact that they said let's go to a like, tinker and shit away. The fact they said let's go to amusement park and have my fellow eight year olds run and operate heavy machinery. And they had and no on one died. Too. This was not like the future NASA leaders. This was like they had Boldy <laughs> slap 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 yeah. <laughs> way to freaking wherever. It's so funny. Zach, were you uh, a Jimmy Neutron or a Fairly Odd Parents type kid? I was a Fairly Odd Parents kid. Okay. Now, what what was the vibe for that? I don't know. I just liked it better. Cream okay. guava juice, bro. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The Fairly Odd Parents Large song. shake, obtuse, chocolate shake. With if Steven were here, he would tell you that he was very much, because Steven's a little bit younger, um, Steven would tell you that he was very much like a chowder Oh, okay. Kid, like chowder and like. Yeah, I was Phineas Flap and Ferb. Flapjack was so fucking funny. Flapjack was such a good show. 
Yeah. The, the fact that that wasn't on shows Adult Swim were too me. out there for me. Like, Eventually, they came out. Another one too that was like very. I was just like, how are they saying this? Right yeah. Exactly. It was so fucking funny. I was like, on a streaming platform. I forget which one, but you can find them. Yeah, I have to go back. It's also All like, the there's just so much like. It's just so different than when I was a kid watching like Rugrats and uh, yes. Aureal Monsters and shit like that, and then end up like, oh, I'm just gonna watch like all these like super ADD cartoons that are just screaming the entire time, yeah. and that's when I realized I was getting old, and I'm like, I can't do this because these bright colors are screaming I'm at like, me. I'm, I'm and with you, I'm like, they're moving, but the background and the patterns on their clothes aren't. What's mm -hmm. up with that? Yeah. I don't like. I want to watch all that. Yeah. Oh, come on. Animate it. Uh, and I want to go scream at clouds because I'm 12. Yeah. Because I'm 12, I'm over it. <laughs> and I have I'm to 12, go outside. My parents say get out of the house. Stuff. <laughs> See? Uh, I will mention that Steven's phone died. He just wrote in the chat. Uh, also, the fact yes. that his username is Darth Thickboy. Uh, only, <laughs> only two Cs. Like, only two. Did you just make that username <laughs> based on nope, the entire it's conversation? It's actually Darth Thick Booty. Darth Booty with an eye. Most things an for a very and, and it long has time. been that as long as I've known him. That or Indianapolis Jones. <laughs> Can we talk about how he has uh, his, his full name? I'm looking at Darth Booty, their user profile picture, and it's an evil Shrek head on top of <laughs> I think Terry Cruz's body. Oh. Yes. Oh boy! Somebody give this man a sub right now. That or what? This, what any of that even means? That's too trendy for my blood. But sounds right. <laughs> like Terry Crews. I can look at that picture, and it is a visual representation of what it sounds like when you are describing TikTok to me. Right. Yeah, that's. Did exactly you know there's a Shrek? Somebody on? gifted him a sub. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Alice. <laughs> oh Lord. Um, yeah, it is. It is, it is a visual chaos. It's the chaos of like millennial <laughs> memes, like the humor of just like random yeah. nonsense just repeated at you. Like, just I don't know what that was, but I found it hilarious. And it's like that <laughs> being described to me is TikTok. But I, it's not as funny because it's being described to me. That's and why also, you need to get TikTok on it is so describing know. it. It's just the worst. I don't want it's it. Definitely absolute chaos just listen brian we know that you've never logged into a zoom meeting with anybody and your username has been darth thick booty boy uh, booty and no general, it has okay? been spooky pants of course <laughs> yeah. it fucking has and i was like and let me just change that to brian real quick <laughs> i don't need this business meeting thinking that i'm spooky, spooky pants pants <laughs> yeah whoa look we all have our scene kid names for our usernames and <laughs> gosh i don't even want to remember mine did anyone no, have any like do. embarrassing passwords that you have retired that you can now share passwords. yeah can everybody share their passwords on the on yeah. the podcast <laughs> just, like, somebody just drop their like, social security MySpace number in the comments yeah just yeah. just a sick social drop right now if anybody drops <laughs> anything in the comments i will delete it <laughs> if it's even if it's like one number Bro, i'm deleting it <laughs> i'm not taking no fucking chances zero <laughs> Alice, I'm not deleting yours though. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, passwords no, but I have been uh, appreciating 
uh, Elden Ring playthroughs now because the health potion in that is like a uh, 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 vial of Crimson Tears. And I was like, oh, oh Crimson Tears was definitely my username back in the day. Oh, Hundo <laughs> P on wow. that one. Yeah. Welcome. Steven's back. Steven, what oh, was shit. your what was your uh, MySpace name? Oh, no <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine uh, is and has been and will always be because it's like baked in because it's my name. Uh, it's my name's Aaron Rush, and so mine's like it's too easy to just not be Aaron. Don't rush for everything. There, mm -hmm. it always has been. It probably always will be. It's easy, low hanging fruit. Yeah. I had some embarrassing passwords. There was definitely, and I can share these because I don't use them for anything. Like no one Everyone wants to have go my try AOL. to log in and see. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> my my AOL instant messenger and like t turn off my AFK whatever. Um, <laughs> but it was I had passwords that were that they were they were they were pretty cringe. One was SKSKMCR and then my birth year. Oh no! For oh, scary no. kids, scaring kids, yeah. my camp. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. one that was Fall Out Boy, but the L's were ones because you had to have a number. Mm -hmm, so I was mm -hmm. F A one one O U T B O I. Just working now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It was working before. You just couldn't hear us. You can't hear us. You're a dope. <laughs> Can you hear us? Oh You're my god. You all sound like your voices are pitched down really far, and it's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> Oh my yeah, god! Really. I got a refresh. This is terrible. <laughs> is this the most chaotic interview you guys have ever done? No, no, no. no. We, I, I think Modern, Modern Day Escape was real. Modern Day like, Escape was a pretty yeah, wild interview. That was absolute okay. chaos. Is it available on YouTube? I didn't. Yeah, look specifically yeah, for that. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, older. That it's like what two years okay. older? I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was like mid twenty twenty. Yeah. So like peak of like everyone being like I haven't seen another human being for yeah. like six months. Yeah. It was like what two hours? Demons, what is happening? <laughs> just play it back because we can hear you and I want to hear what it sounds like. I I gotta what the what the fuck? <laughs> Come on down to incarceration. Now everybody say your vampire freak's name right now so he can hear you no. in the most demonized voice. <laughs> Uh, we are going to go ahead and wrap up the recording part of this. We're going to still hang out on Twitch for a little bit. So hopefully Steven can get back in for that. So, uh, and not hear us all as demons. Yeah. Well, I hope that continues, but we're just going <laughs> to do it over on Twitch. Um, but yeah, go and listen to, uh, nightlife by Plainview. 1000 streams. This is the easiest assignment we've given, uh, any of our listeners in a long yeah, time. Usually it's a Breeze million. through it. Breeze oh, through God. it. Oh, good. Oh, good. No more demons? Oh, God. That was so horrifying. That was so horrifying. Yeah, so uh, we're going to go hang out over on Twitch, but uh, Plainview, go listen to him. Thank you guys for being on the pod. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having yes. us. Thanks for having Thank us. You. Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in for another episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And we will actually be back later today on Monday, if you're listening to this, on the 11th with another interview. And in general, we're going to have a little bit of a weird day coming up with some of these interviews in place. So make sure you're locked on onto our socials just so you can know when to tune in and catch us. Otherwise, I have been Lizzie. Brian is somewhere else having, a, I hope, a good time. And we'll check you later. Bye.